the thing is, I am basically obsessed with this trip that I am going on. And through this obsession and also my affinity for spreadsheets, I have created a spreadsheet for this trip. Then I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if there was a template spreadsheet for any international trip or long haul trip that you're going to take? And so I went through and made that. And I'm going to walk you through it now. (laughs) It's linked in the show notes. It's a Google Drive document. So you might have to have a Gmail address to use it or access it. But I'm not sure that that's true. I think you can have any email and then like download it to your computer. But basically, anyone with the link can view it. And then to edit it, all you have to do is make a copy in your G Drive, if that's something that you have, Google Drive, or download it to your computer and open it with like Sheets or um, Excel or whatever the Mac version of spreadsheets is. I don't actually know. Anyway, let's uh, get that spreadsheet open. And this is basically going to be a walkthrough of what it is. Okay. International Trip Planner is the name of the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet has three tabs. The first tab is the itinerary tab. The second tab is restaurants and activities. And the third tab, arguably one of my favorites, is the packing list. I don't know why I had to sing it. I just really love it and it's color coded. And we will get there. Uh, Let's start with the itinerary tab. So that's the first tab. This is your calendar of events basically for your entire trip. So it is separated. uh, The columns are days, dates, and days of the week. And then the rows are separated into morning, afternoon, and evening. Because that's just kind of how I see my day. Um, I've put in, for all these tabs, I've kind of put in some prompts that obviously you're going to delete and put in your own information. um, Because, I mean, at the first day is fun day, which is not a real day. Anyway, you'll get it when you see it. (laughs) So this is where you're going to put times of events like, uh, for example, 0900 coffee and final packing. This is like travel day. 1100 leave for airport. 1423 depart, you know, and you put in the flight number. All those little information pieces go in there and it's separated into what time of day it's happening and then you have the date and you can put links in this that's the beauty of having a spreadsheet that's electronic and saved to the cloud and not saved on your computer because you can access this on your phone which is going to be a huge deal when you're traveling across the bottom uh, is color-coded as well And it's specific to destinations. So destination one is one color. Destination two is a different color. And then destination three is a different color, depending on how many destinations you have. Travel days are in green. So the days you are flying, you know, out to destination one or taking a train from destination one to destination two or flying back home, those are coded in green. Uh, It's pretty self-explanatory once you get in there, and it's just a good place to 
basically it's going to make sure you're not planning too many things for the same day. Also, a lot of times when I'm booking events or travel or reservations for things, I will go back to this itinerary spreadsheet to make sure that I've got the right day and that I haven't put something else on that day. And it works better for me than like, say, putting it in a calendar because that can be hard for me to see. This this is how my brain lays out a calendar essentially. So I just did it the way that my brain thinks. And separating it into blocks of morning, afternoon, and evening also helps to make sure I don't have two things going on in one afternoon because it's going to be too many things. Just for me anyway. All right, so that is the itinerary tab. The next tab is restaurants and activities. So the color coding system that we used in the itinerary tab is going to carry over to restaurants and activities. So the first destination color is, I don't know what this color is. It's like a maroonish. I don't know. But essentially, the same color block is used here in destination one. So for destination one, you have two sections. Uh, activities and the second section is restaurants. Makes sense, right? So any activity that you see on a blog or in a YouTube video of like the 10 best things to do in Barcelona, you know, which you should be watching if you're not because <laughs> you're going to find a lot of travel videos that are really annoying, but then you're going to find like some gold there too. You're going to basically jot it down in this restaurants and activities spreadsheet. This is not things you're committing to. This is just things you read about or see or hear about and you're like, that might be interesting. And you're, this is just a bank of possibilities, possible activities, possible restaurants. So I put some fake uh, <laughs> things in here just to get you started. It's a very simple layout. Nothing here is complex. Uh, it's very beginner spreadsheet stuff. I don't have any like formulas in this. Like the 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 most fancy this spreadsheet gets is uh, the background color and some underlining and some bold text. So it's not <laughs> it's it's simple, um, and that's the magic is in the simplicity for me. Anyway, the last tab in this spreadsheet is the packing list. So. I put a lot of suggestions in the packing list. Uh, that might be annoying. Just You can just go through and delete everything. Um, but I just, I like to be prompted for things to pack because I forget little things. I forget pajamas, which is why pajamas in this spreadsheet has an entire section. So the packing list is separated into three major categories. Clothing, toiletries, and necessities, which could also be called miscellaneous. Clothing, obviously, arguably, the, the, the biggest amount of space is going to be taken up by your clothing, which is why you want to spend a lot of time on this section. And, and here's the recommendation I would give to you. Sometimes when you go to 
especially a European destination, especially, especially a city like Paris, you are going, your, your phone finds out that you're going there. And so you get bombarded, at least I do, in my newsfeed about like, oh, you know, the French aesthetic is like a huge thing. Like, oh, French girls all have this bag or every French girl wears this dress. And you feel this pressure to dress like someone you're not, to fit in with this, the idea that every French person dresses a certain way. First of all, no, no people of a specific country are a monolith, right? So there may be more fashionable people in cities like Paris or Milan or you know, Tokyo or these like high fashion centers. However, the average person uh, in the areas where you are more likely to be, which is more arguably touristy areas, they're just going to dress for comfort. And that is what you should do. Dress like yourself and dress for comfort. That is what I would recommend. So when you think about the clothes you're going to pack on a trip, when what I think about is can I figure out a set of clothing that I can mix and match endlessly. Does everything pretty much go with everything else? And does it make sense for the weather that we're going to have, obviously? And then you pl you plan for like 10 degrees warmer and 10 degrees colder than what the weather is telling you it will be. Okay, I'll just tell you what I'm going to pack. because, And you can skip this part if you're like, I know what clothes I want to wear. I don't need to hear it from you, but I'm just have thought about it a lot, and so I'm going to talk about it a lot. I like the idea of bringing a suit. Now, this sounds kind of wild at first, but here's why I do this. It's because the blazer in a suit set is usually endlessly mix and matchable with everything else that I pack. And can make things seem a little more elevated if the occasion calls for it. A blazer is also a jacket. So that's helpful for that planning for the 10 degrees offset from whatever the weather is supposed to be. The, the pants of a suit are often kind of a little bit dressier. So you can wear a sweater or a t-shirt with those slacks and it still looks kind of nice. And you can wear them with boots to kind of dress them down. And then in the evening, you can wear one of your nicer tops or even like a tank. And it'll work for dinner. If you put it, you can either put it with the full suit and just wear something kind of slinky underneath to make it look a little more like evening wear. So I'm not talking about wearing your suit top and bottom with a button down that you're going to bring. I'm talking about wearing like your, your tank top bodysuit underneath this suit or your bra and just button the suit jacket. And that is a definite look. And it's, and it's a great, it's just so versatile. So the suit that I have is, um, like a, a plaid. It's like a white, black, and gray, very standard plaid, 
pattern. And the suit is a double-breasted jacket top, and then the pants are high-waisted and kind of wide leg. It's comfortable. It doesn't wrinkle. It's, it's lovely. So that's one of the first things that I pack. And then I build my wardrobe around kind of what's going to go sort of with the color scheme in that suit. So the other things that I'm packing, um, we'll start with bottoms, dresses, and jumpsuits. I've got my plaid trousers. I've got a pair of just black slacks. Black slacks are always a good option. These are happen to be high-waisted because most of the stuff I own is because that's just my aesthetic, and that's what fits my body. I also have a pair of jeans, obviously, because it's foolish to think I won't want to wear jeans most of the time anyway. And then I have two things. I have a black dress, which is quite slinky, to be honest, in the top. It's pretty low cut, um, which I love. And the bottom is is very long. It like hits me mid-calf, but it's got a slit a little bit above my knees so that it's a little bit easier to walk in, um, certainly, but also just like not too, uh, you know, you get a, little, a bit of leg in there, so... Um, but it's a good length. And then I have a black jumpsuit, which is a uh, thicker tank, uh, thicker in terms of the straps. The straps are kind of wider. And then it's a V-neck, and it's just all one piece. And it's this, like, really flowy crepe. Crepe? Crepe? I don't, I don't know how to say that kind of fabric. But, like, really flowy, probably polyester-based fabric so it doesn't really wrinkle and it's black so it'll go with everything and the uh the trousers on this uh jumpsuit are like wide leg and so it's great for day or night basically they're very transitional pieces and I'm taking those because for my tops I have like your standard you know black tank top which ha- for me happens to be a bodysuit because I love bodysuits I'm obsessed um I have like a navy cardigan because a cardigan sweater is great. You can wear it at like a jacket. You can wear it, button it up, and you can wear it like a top. Those are very great transitional pieces. And then I have a black button-up top in silk and a white button-up top in linen. And the reason I have those is because they just look great. They will make my jeans look nicer. Also... That slinky black dress that I wear at night, I can take the white linen top and just tie it at the waist and na- and put tennis shoes on with it. And now I just have kind of this nice maxi skirt with tennies and a, and a white button-up. And I still have a cinch at the waist, which is, again, an aesthetic that uh, pleases me greatly. Um, with the black jumpsuit... I can just put on either the white or the black button-up or even the blazer, really, and I have kind of like this layer that I can take off if it gets hot or put on, and it kind of elevates it but also makes it, you know, I can put, again, tennies or boots on with it, and it's a great day look, and I can switch out the shoes and take the shirt off, put on a wrap um, for evening. Uh, Or, again, the blazer, but... What, the, wear, the way to wear a blazer to dinner that separates it from a day-look blazer is you don't put your arms in the armholes. You drape it over your shoulders, and suddenly it is a dinner blazer. Just insider tip. Uh, and then, of course, I'm going to have, like, a graphic T-shirt. I have this T-shirt 
um, with a graphic of Frida Kahlo with her best friend, and they're just like laughing and hugging, and it's a great just a a t-shirt that brings me great joy. Um, and then of course I've got. Uh, a long sleeve black V-neck bodysuit, which can also be matched with those black high-waisted trousers to make a very nice evening look. I've got a striped, like three-quarter length sleeve uh, tee, basically, which a striped top, a nice striped top goes with anything. Um, a, and it can be like thrown on over your swimsuit for when we go to Marseille. You know, if it's a little chilly in the morning, which it may be, and you're waiting for it to warm up so you can get in the water, um, it's a great little piece. And then uh, I have this knit asymmetrical tank, which is just something I want to wear, so I bring it. Um, then for the jackets and blazers section, of course, I have my plaid blazer, and then I have a trench coat. A trench coat it always looks classy, and is always a good option. Mine happens to be like pastel yellow. <laughs> and I love it because it's such a nice, happy color, especially if it's cloudy or rainy out. And it also, that color just goes with every single thing, but it's a little pop of color. That's my little pop of color. Um, and I have another pop of color, but we'll get there. Jewelry. I am going to bring one pair of earrings, I am going to bring two necklaces, and I am going to bring a watch, and that is it for my jewelry. I will not bring any jewelry that would break my heart if I lost it, because things get stolen. I don't wear those things on vacation. Um, accessories. I love a silk scarf for an accessory, because you can wear it you can wear it around your neck, you can wear it around your wrist, you can put it in your hair, and it's just a nice, again, a pop of color that you can use, and it's classy as fuck. And you can also kind of tie it to your handbag, and it just, ugh, it's just a, such a look. It's such a vacation look, too. Like, I hardly ever do that in regular life. <laughs> um, swimsuit is an accessory to me. I'm going to bring one swimsuit because uh, we're going to be swimming like maybe three or four days total and I just don't see a need for more than one swimsuit so I might change my mind about that the last minute uh um I'm gonna bring of course uh, a small purse that I can carry around with me I have the bag I want to bring because I I am committed to not buying any new things for this trip what I really, really, really want to do is buy a new purse for this trip. I want it so bad. So that might happen. And then, of course, I'm going to bring a hat. I am bringing a bucket hat because it's a, it's a nice, low, wide brim that will keep the sun out of my face. Also, it's a bucket hat, so I can roll it up. I can shove it in a purse or a pocket, and it, there's no problems. Shoes. I am wearing a pair of boots on the plane. I am bringing a pair of sandals for the beach. I am bringing sneakers to kind of trade off. And then I'm bringing a pair of flats for evenings or for, you know, looks that, uh, mostly for the evenings. But these flats are very comfortable, so I think I could wear them around every day. 
PJs, really simple for me. I don't wear much to bed, so it's like a nightgown. Like I have a silk nightgown that's, you know, very nice, and that's what I'm going to bring. And then intimates. I have undies, socks, and uh, I'm bringing one bra that I may or may not wear. I, it's like a just-in-case bra because <laughs> I personally just don't see the the need for a bra ever. Um and the socks, I need two different kinds of socks, whether I'm wearing the boots or my sneakers. So I'm sure you know how socks work. So we'll, we'll move on. Toiletries. Okay. Skincare. I have like a 12-step skincare routine. That does not travel well. So for my skincare, I am going bare bones essentials only. And that will be a cleanser, a serum, a moisturizer. I'm not going to fuck around with eye creams or like mists and like toners. And I just, I don't have the space. I don't have the space. So I'm not doing that. And then for makeup, honestly, the only liquid makeup I am bringing is my SPF. And I am bringing foundation for evenings or if my skin is acting up. And then everything else that I bring as far as makeup is very pared down and mostly, if I can help it, non-liquid form. I'm not going to spend the majority of my vacation in a bathroom putting on makeup. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not an Instagram model. I'm not there for that. I am there to be out and see things. So I, I don't want to spend my time on that unless it's something... I'm really enjoying or a special occasion. If we're doing a special dinner, give me an extra 20 minutes for my hair and makeup. Absolutely. But on the daily, this is going to be a quick slap job out the door in 15 minutes. To that end, hair care. It's also something I don't want to fuck with. So I don't bring a curling iron. I don't bring a hair blow dryer. I don't bring any hair tools whatsoever. I have a curl cream I'm bringing and a curl spray. And that is what I will use on my wet hair. It's what I will use on my dry hair. I might pick up some dry shampoo at a French pharmacy, but honestly, I'm just going to try to avoid. My hair is just going to do what it's going to do. And if it is being ridiculous, I have a hair tie I can put it up in, or I can cover it with a silk scarf and look chic as hell. So supplies, I'm going to have a toothbrush and floss, my mouth guard. So if you grind your teeth and you have a mouth guard, uh, don't forget that because that sucks and is not something that's easily replaceable. A silk pillowcase, I bring a silk pillowcase anytime I go on a trip because now I have become accustomed to sleeping on a silk pillowcase every night and when I sleep on even nice cotton pillows, they feel scratchy to me because now I am, I'm just a disaster basically. Um, and then I bring a, like a, a laundry bag essentially for my, for my dirties. Necessities. This is broken down into plain comforts and what I'm calling logisticals. <laughs> plain comforts are things like headphones, your Kindle or your book, um, a good like wrap scarf. I have, not to brag, but I have a cashmere scarf, which is both warm and soft and lovely. And so I will bring that with me on the plane. I also will bring all of my medications, including Dramamine, because if they were to somehow lose my luggage, I can't exactly go without my medications. It's not like a a matter of 
oh no, my allergies will be bad. These are like the meds I take so I don't get cancer again. So those will be staying with me at all times. Um, I bring a water bottle, empty of course, but then I can fill it throughout my trip. I find having just a water bottle on you at all times becomes super important. And then um, sunglasses. Uh, Logisticals are like Pass. Actually, sunglasses should probably go in logisticals. It's not really a plane comfort. It's a weird. It's a weird place to put that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move that actually, right now. <laughs> logisticals, passport, photo ID, um, specific credit cards you need to have on you, cash in the currency, where you're going. I like to go to my local bank and get. Uh, the like euros or pounds or whatever yen or whatever you need for where you're going because the exchange rate is often the best at your local the the bank where you bank with not the exchange rate but like the fees or no maybe the exchange rate because the ones in the airports somehow they like charge you more I I read that once and so I always just go to our bank ahead of time plus just having it and not having like a task an additional task you have to do when you're already kind of stressed out about flying and getting there and everything that just like takes a lot of the pressure off. Um, I always have a pen with me because you got to fill out that customs card and it's important to have a pen. I also bring a small notebook to jot down notes. Why I do this, I don't know because like literally everything else in my life is electronic, but sometimes I just want like a physical notebook to doodle in. I don't know why. Um, I got to have lip balm with me. I got to have a pack of Kleenex. I got to have hand sanitizer and, and sanitizer wipes. I'm going to bring my vaccine card and I just moved sunglasses over to logisticals. So there we are. And yeah, the only other thing, um, that you probably have noticed by now, if you are following along in the spreadsheet and if you're not, everything's color coded in this packing list. So I, the sections are color coded as to whether they are in my suitcase or the bag that I am taking that will be like physically right with me on the plane. I also have color coding for everything that has to go in the liquids bag. I recommend that you do a dry run of your liquids bag prior to leaving, meaning grab the liquids bag you're going to use and see if everything you plan to put in there is actually going to fit. So that if it doesn't, you can decant stuff into smaller containers or you can eliminate certain things. Uh, highly, highly recommend that. Just um, And then I have, of course, another color to denote what I'm going to wear on the plane because I'm pretty much going to wear the biggest and heaviest stuff on the plane. My boots I'm going to wear on the plane. I'm going to wear um, one of my tank tops and then my cardigan and then my suit jacket and trousers. Dress for comfort on the plane. Dress for like kind of a icky, sweaty experience sometimes too. Um, and the great thing about this suit is I can just throw it in a washing machine and I can actually just dry it. It's, it is not finicky. It just looks... Hella good. Um, my suitcase. I do not use, if I can help it, an actual, my nice, actual, like, hardcover carry-on suitcase anymore. Because what they try to do to you when you're boarding the plane is get you to check that bag. Even though it is, like, one of the smallest carry-on suitcase sizes you can have. 
What they're not going to do, though, is make you check a large duffel bag. And by large, I mean it still fits the carry-on dimensions, but it's soft, and it looks like a duffel bag. And I have one of those, um, actually, that my mommy made me for Christmas. And yes, it is a Star Trek uh, patterned fabric that it's made out of. (laughs) But I think that makes it better. And the bottom is like pleather and has little feet on it. And it's it's large and it's got compartments in it. So that is what I am going to pack. Extra bonus is it's got like this uh, slip thing on the back. So I'm going to slip that sucker onto my husband's hard case suitcase that he's packing and let him lug it around. Then all I have to do is carry a backpack, which I mean... Am I a genius? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some people have been saying that. I'm not going to refute it. I feel ready. I feel ready. And I keep making slight changes to this spreadsheet. And it's just fun. It's fun to see your trip in color with a legend, (laughs) a color code legend. So... Get down into the show notes, download the spreadsheet. I it, The link should just work. It, you shouldn't have to put in any information or anything like that. I hope it's helpful to you. I hope you take a trip because planning a trip, looking forward to a trip, actually going on the trip, experiencing the trip, and then thinking about the trip for months, years afterwards is just... It's great. There's no there's no substitution for it. This trip that we are taking next month has been five years in the making. And I am so excited. I'm anxious because I feel like something will happen. <laughs> we won't be able to go. And also, having a spreadsheet helps. <laughs> Next episode, we'll talk about um, maybe the PowerPoint that I put together for this trip. (laughs) Maybe I'll do a a PowerPoint template for you all, and you can also put together a PowerPoint of the trip that I then intend to put pictures from the trip into um, seamlessly. And uh, I just, I told you I was obsessed. Did you doubt me? 